morning brothers and sisters as part of my <coughs> profession which is outside sahaj marg i am also what you call as a circuit speaker you know i mean we have a lot of corporate speaking engagements and i speak to students i speak to corporate crowds and uh, variety of people as uh, part of this one of the standard uh, topics that i am requested to talk which i think would also make sense to all of us in one sense because we are also in the material world how to be more successful in life on the material front at least people repeatedly keep asking how do i become more successful the ambitious questions as you call <clears throat> i always take it back to a to a standard uh, process if you really look at it for you to become more successful what you need to normally give up are your uh, old habits and uh, when you're able to give up your old habits with the time that we have which is 24 hours per day we replace these habits with better habits which makes us more successful but if you really look at the challenge all of us face at all levels specifically for those who are not uh, spiritually inclined or who don't practice some kind of a spiritual system we tend to go back to our roots we start <clears throat> exercise to become healthy and after the third day the alarm is put to snooze four five times and we go back to sleep you want to start reading a book few pages it goes back and the whole old habit keeps surfacing and uh, those who are familiar with management jargons would uh, know that it makes lot of sense for us to attack the root cause there is no point in attacking symptoms when you go to a doctor you would prefer not to get a medicine just to solve your headache today but you would like to have something which would go to the root in the medical parlance they say depending upon whether it's uh, allopathy or the alternative medicine that the root cause for headache is anywhere between 28 to 75 causes can be from the stomach can be from anywhere else any other organ or it can be even psychosomatic unless you find the root cause there is no point in solving the symptoms likewise people who would like to become more successful who want to replace the old habits with the new ones find it difficult because the old habits keep coming back now let's see how we can connect that to our own uh, system and practice and this is something that i have been reading a lot and i feel that it makes a lot of sense because all of us have a great tool in our hands at least those who are in this room right now and yet we don't really understand uh, the power of this tool and hence even for us the material success is something that uh, keeps uh, eluding in some way not to the extent that you would like to have in our lives what really causes the habits uh, in a way it becomes stagnant we are unable to change the water the old water keeps coming back and stagnant water stinks many years back we remember there was floods in the cottage and uh, 
the front yard of the cottage is full of what we call as the karaiku details or the red tiles with red oxide on top and it took us almost 3 months to make it red again in the sense uh, everything else became normal in a span of 2 weeks but every time we cleaned we applied a coat of red oxide paint master will come he'll have a look and normally he used to go back till the cottage became all right and the next day we'll find again the entire surface is full of white spots we'll have about 35 volunteers all you need is master's cottage volunteer work we'll have the entire ashram available there everyone will be scrubbing the floor <coughs> again one coat of red oxide paint next day you'll find again the whole thing surfaces so actually you find there is a similarity to that uh, in our own life which causes or stops us from changing the habits the old habits actually goes and sits in the river bed what we call as the tendencies what you see on top to a great extent what we call as the symptoms your samskaras even if you keep in some way removing them you find that the tendencies resurface because the river bed is never dry we keep feeding it and then it surfaces it gets uh, is currency from there comes to the surface and the red oxide tile never becomes red again it it's continuously white if you look at it from a spiritual angle connecting back to some of the literature that all of us must have read when we went through some of the religious practices in the past you will find that <coughs> whichever literature you read there are uh, common references to the three bodies that all literature refers to starting from what we call as the the physical body or the stool sthir and then you have the subtle body and then you have the causal body these three together is there in every human being and there are certain sansthas we take the jain sansthas they believe there are five bodies and some of them even talk about 10 bodies let us take the hindu philosophy where we speak predominantly about these three bodies which is the stool the the subtle and the causal and if you look at <coughs> some of the sheets or what we call as the koshas which controls them in some way you will find that at a stool sthir level you need to survive and hence we have the five senses that help us to survive at a human level the touch the feel the sense and all those things and you'll also find that uh, as part of our uh, heart region we have the five natural elements which are uh, naturally connected there which are our the earth the sky the fire the water and the air and at each of these bodies you also have the three gunas as they say which is your uh, rajas tamas and uh, satvik and each of this level all these elements are present and depends on how you fine tune them your progress happens now going back to the stool sthir at the stool sthir level you have uh, the one aspect which prevails there fully is obviously your anamaya kosha or which helps us to eat feed this body and take care and partly at this level the <coughs> pranamaya kosha works and this is what helps you to breathe and uh, control 
this of course have your three nadis which uh, come in here ida pingala and uh, sukshma and the pranamekosha also transcends the stool and moves to the subtle body level at the subtle body level the pranamekosha continues and then you have uh, the vijnanama ekosha and manonmay ekosha which are there which is what the hindu literature speaks about and uh, when you move away from the subtle body to the next level which is the causal body you have the manonmaya kosha or anandamaya kosha as we say the bliss if you look at our spiritual literature the subtle body typically consists of our uh, buddhi manas ahankar and chit each one transcends each other as a layer and if you really look at the koshas they come towards and then finally it comes to the the central one and and they say that the soul is untouched by beyond all this and it is there in the center when we superficially practice even after several years of practice what tends to happen is that we are only repeatedly working on the symptomatic level which are the superficial level and then what happens is uh, whatever is in the bottom keeps surfacing back and hence in spite of whatever efforts we put in and based on the karmic tendencies uh, which resurfaces the samskaras you tend to go back to your old habits and your success at a material plane gets uh, severely restricted if you read the works of master in uh, designing the destiny he spends a lot of time in uh, saying that it is possible for you to relook at your destiny provided you know how to redo your uh, riverbed samskaras touching the samskaras alone may not be of much consequence you need to work on the riverbed which are your uh, tendencies and partly the responsibility for this lies with the abhyasi how do you do it it predominantly happens with the process of cleaning which we are supposed to do and uh, fortunately or unfortunately the most neglected aspect of our practice wherever we go even after 15 20 years questions if at all if you have an interactive session keeps coming only on brother this is how i clean is this right or how do i clean and this question is not restricted only to abhyasi alone even preceptors have their own set of questions on how to effectively clean those who sit in front of them and they do the sitting and hence there is a continuous fight i remember that uh, once i was in uh, satkol with master and a very 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 senior abhyasi preceptor of the mission from babuji's time was sitting in front of him and he developed a discussion with him and he kept asking master if you have to make all these transactions happened in hindi he said if you have to make a distinction between what is important meditation or uh, cleaning what would you say he kept avoiding the question because he didn't want to get maybe nailed down to one single answer but he insisted and he was very very close person to master in the sense master couldn't wish him away anybody else would have just maybe directed or deviated from the question and gone to something else finally looked at him deeply and said even if people don't meditate actually i don't care but when they do not clean it is a big uh, sort of a negative step they are taking in their spiritual path because 
Bhavani Maharaj used to very clearly say that uh, spend at least half an hour in cleaning. And he also spoke about the A and B point, the meditation on A point and the cleaning on the B point and all those things. The reason is, to a great extent, designing our destiny, designing our uh, material and spiritual future, the powers are vested to a great extent within us, to create a perfect vacuum. Master once said that the most powerful force in the universe is the vacuum because it can attract anything. Literally it can attract, it will take its time. But of course in, in a dimension which is beyond time and space, time has no consequence. If it has to attract, then it means that cleaning is something which is extremely essential. Whether you are a new seeker or just joined a month back, or you have been a person who has been the, there for 15, 20, 30 years. Repeatedly we find as preceptors when we give sitting, the toughest challenge is in spending more time. One of the standard advice masters given at least for many of the preceptors is, in individual sitting, spend almost 80 to 85 percent only doing cleaning. Why? The reason is very simple. The vessel is not ready enough to take what is going to be poured. The person is clean enough. As it happened once, <coughs> Bhavaj Maharaj gave a sitting to master <coughs> and master felt very, very clean. Master said, I have today think all the cleaning has been done. Apparently, Bhavaj Maharaj gave him a smile and master asked him, where are you smiling? He said, look behind you, you will still find three, four mountains yet to be cleaned. This was when he had already been literally declared at least Babuji knew that he was his successor. And imagine a person at that level who was considered the successor who is going to come in next as our guru. And he had three mountains behind him to be clean. Imagine what it would have been for him to feel and where we are compared to what uh, Master might have felt at that point of time. Of course, a time came once that uh, Master met Babuji Maharaj and told him once that I don't feel I need to clean anymore. Babuji apparently patted him on the back. He said, you know, it, it's a good news and it's nice that you're able to feel it. And what happened later is uh, part of history. But why I'm saying is, we all, to a great extent, I find many, many, many abhyasis were extremely prompt in getting up and sitting in their practice in the morning, 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. But the evening is a big challenge for many of us, specifically in this material world. What happens is, we have flexi hours, we are forced to work up to 8, 8.30, 9 in the night, and the so-called work-life balance sets in after that. When we come home, our children, our wife, our parents, and the life is waiting. There is so much to watch on all the channels, so much news to catch up, three to 4,000 WhatsApp messages to clear, put thumbs up, so many things to be done. And cleaning takes a backseat. And when we sleep, we just say that, please take care. Forgetting even maximum 10. So what tends to happen, if you really look at it, this is Sajmar for me has been an extremely scientific approach. When I joined, I took almost six months initially to step in, thanks to somebody who brought me in, because I wanted to make the whole process convincing to myself before I stepped in. Whoever wanted to bring me into the system had given me principles of Sajmarg volume 1 and 2 and 3. Those days it was considered literally the gospel. If you read and understood these three books, you understood Sajmarg well. When I finished reading, I understood the importance of all the, I mean, 
the those who have read the books of ESM 1, 2 and 3, you will also remember uh, the extensive talks that Master gave in Malaysia and all that, on the two ends of the stick, on the process cleaning, all these things. So even before I joined, I liked it because basically, I mean, at a bodily front, I feel that I am a very clean person in terms of values or in terms of my personal uh, hygiene. And when Master spoke in those books about cleaning, I liked it as a concept. It's something that I always liked. Even after I started the practice, I found it extremely difficult. And recently, in one of the topics, Kamlesh Bhai, uh, he beautifully clarified why cleaning is more difficult. Because in meditation, it is a passive process. You sit there, you are happily drowned because the moment you sit, transmission starts, whether you feel it or not. And you are in a sort of a drowned condition where it's so nice, wonderful, beautiful, uh, life goes on. Cleaning is actually a very painful process. You know? I mean, you have to sit and work upon yourself, push things out. And to imagine pushing things out for 30 minutes is not easy. Somewhere we get confused. Is it to be pushed from the back or is it going out? Or am I supposed to push from the back or from the spine? Or is it a column of smoke or vapor? These questions are playing trond and uh, as you suddenly feel light, you slip into meditation. This is something happened to several of us. It happens to me consistently where literally I had to wake myself up many a times to the extent where nowadays when I clean, I don't keep anything for my back support. That I have found is extremely useful because then you don't tend to slip into meditation. Because that is one clear sign that cleaning for the day is over. Even if you don't meditate, I am not giving anyone a license, nor am I giving myself a license not to meditate. But one thing is very, very clear. If we are to be successful, whether it is material plane or spiritual plane, a tool which nobody can deny us is the process of cleaning. Transmission may happen, may not happen, you may feel, you may not feel. All those things are external to us. One thing which is internal in the practice is surely cleaning, of course. Prayer about which our brothers will be speaking later. This is something which is literally a scientific tool in our hands. The efficacy can be proven. Whenever I speak to at least the new C Connect or other Connect uh, people who are coming to the system, this is something that they connect very easily because you want to become more successful, change your habits. If you want to change your habits, clean your past. If you don't clean your past, you cannot feed it with what you want as a new script. And those in computer line will understand that you cannot let your old objects sit on top and build more new objects. The program will become inefficient. Likewise, if you have to become thin, lean, spiritually speaking, cleaning is a very, very important aspect. Again, there are certain layers here which I would like to touch upon. As an Abhyasi, when I practice on my own, cleaning has only certain depth to which I can clean on my own. Even there, uh, the system is beautifully designed in such a way that uh, there is a sense of dependency which is uh, created. If you look at the uh, subtle body layers, the third one I spoke about, uh, Ahanka. And in one of the recent uh, communications Master beautifully had uh, put into somebody who had raised this query, the only way in which you can overcome ahankar is by being like a dead body in the hands of a dresser. Same quote what Charis Maharaj also said, which rather translates loosely into surrender. Till such time we are able to surrender ourselves uh, to the divinity within, to the master. 
there is no way in which we can get over uh, this uh, subtlest of forces which acts in our subtle body level which again acts as a riverbed giving rise to fresher and fresher samskaras in fact as you grow spiritually those who have been in the system long enough will know that your uh, ego tends to become subtle to the extent sometimes we don't even know yet our ego acts as a force and it creates more of these uh, samskaric patterns and this is something which has to be dealt in a more uh, serious way i spoke about the first level where abhyasis can do the cleaning themselves but it has only a superficial level beyond a point you may not be able to clean at best your buddhi and manas you can regulate to some extent but beyond that whether it's ahankar or you move into chit which is your consciousness or the turiya peet which vedas speak about which gets activated by the pranasya prana and it goes we need a, quite a lot of dependence or a wide quite a lot i would say 100% dependence on our masters to help and of course masters work in two different layers at least this is where your practice comes in that practicing at home alone is not sufficient doing my cleaning alone i am whether you do meditation for 15 20 minutes or not make it a practice because if you want a better future spiritually and materially cleaning makes lot of sense and if i do cleaning every day 30 minutes is it sufficient to some extent yes because you still don't touch the tendencies you only touch the samskaras max how do you handle on the tendencies you have to go and take periodical sitting from a preceptor because preceptors to great extent are equipped to handle at a deeper level one because even if i am a dentist i can't pull my teeth beyond a point i need another person to do even a preceptor has to go to someone else to clean themselves they go to deeper layers to clean which helps you to great extent getting rid of the symptomatic stuff which is your uh, samskaras but to work on the tendency only the masters literally can do i remember few occasions when uh, people wanted dramatic changes on certain negative habits and in spite of the best effort they could do nothing and master called them and spent some time and after that that person almost forgot what that habit was because master removed the river bed when the river bed is removed the water cannot flow after that i mean it just becomes uh, flat unless you create a fresh river bed on your own so the dependency at the highest level is when certain habits are going to be so tight which is holding us back both on the spiritual or on the material front we need periodical satsangs because you must have seen this whatsapp which was floating around a month back about the speech of don sabirin i was there of course when the talk was given in basant 94 or 95 in chennai he speaks that in some other satsang master removes hundreds of your past life samskaras and by removing the past life samskaras he creates a destiny which is different from what you are destined to go and that's where your destiny gets designed and hence a periodical sitting with the preceptor i mean technology has changed now even if you can't go to a preceptor you can open a let's meditate app today there was a message which i passed on to preceptors at least that take periodical sitting because they work at a deeper level of doing the cleaning and the satsangs specifically the sunday satsangs assumes significance because this is where you allow the master sitting through the preceptor who is physically giving the sitting to work on tendencies which are there for a long long time for it to be removed 
Sometimes we take hundreds of sittings before satsang, before something can be changed or removed. From my own past experiences in this uh, system, the most effective system, I have found that some of my tendencies which I thought I would never be able to overcome, I have been able to change. Though they are personal, I can only say that I have seen those changes because of a combination of all this. The third most important aspect is the impact of prayer on cleaning. This is where maximum 10 comes in. If you really look at it, in spite of all this, why do we do maximum 10? If you understand maximum 10, at the end of the day, what is not in our hands, in our view, which we are unable to overcome, we surrender at his feet, request him, please take care. If possible, uh, Master says, you know, if at least act as if two tears are falling from your eyes. Maybe it will open up. And when we do this, you will find wonders uh, unfolding both in the spiritual front and the material front. The talk that he gave in Malaysia, where two ends of the stick, to such an extent that your material end of the stick is almost fully covered with the spiritual stick. And because the spiritual end has covered the material end of the stick, that the material end becomes more powerful. Because now he is taking care of that also. The I, which is the role of the Ahankar, gets uh, in some way subservient to the higher uh, self which is him understanding that he alone guides yet there is a role that i have in terms of working upon myself and allowing his work to go through me and once i become a good uh, instrument a shining instrument people start seeing us i mean all of you are in corporates or you are working in a government department or you are in a school or in a college when you go somewhere, people look at you, they should be able to say that there is something I see in this person in the last three months, six months, one year, two years. There is some change and they should come and ask you. Master classes are successful. Yet, it is not reaching the numbers master wants us to reach. I mean, for the first master class, he told in India, I wanted to reach 20 crore people. But we were able to reach 8 lakh people. See the difference between what he wanted and where we reached. And the same happened for February master class. Better numbers. We cross about a million, yet not there in terms of 20 crores. Why? Because the products had to sell by itself. The TV behind is not good enough, whether it's Sony or Samsung or LG, the owner coming and telling you my product is good. He may be capable, he himself may be the best of TV, but you will not buy the TV because what I see here is not worth uh, buying. And we are the TVs that people see. If the TV that you see is smudged, in case brother Vijay opens the TV now and you find that the entire screen is smudged, would you buy the TV? Surely not, because what is inside is not being seen outside. The real glory is inside. Likewise, the practice which makes us towards, even in the morning when you are coming here, we are talking about master, wants to make as many masterly people as himself. This is the only system where there is no competition. There is no, I only finish first. Everyone has a choice. You respect when you join. Pavji Maharaj beautifully said, whether you joined the system 20 years back, you joined it today, you're going to join tomorrow. The option of finishing is the same. If Lalaji Maharaj can make it in seven months, once Chariji Maharaj told us in the cottage, the option of being there, reaching there in seven months is open mm -hmm. to all of us. If not in seven months, seven years. I mean, don't let it make seven lives. I mean, after we miss this life, we don't know where we will go. And the only process through which we can at least reach the base level of 
escapism, if at all, from the birth of uh, the cycle of birth and rebirth is through the process of uh, training. So, what I would only urge is that put a lot of emphasis on the practice. You don't need to compromise either on the meditation or on the prayer or on the other aspects, constant remembrance which our brothers will be talking about. But yet, this is one aspect which in my view is one thing which is purely in your hands. To great extent it's in your hands and it's a wonderful tool which uh, you will be able to use. So, my request is focus on the practice, become uh, shining tools and the only way in which I can shine myself is to the process of cleaning from inside. Whereas the vessel has to be cleaned from outside which he will take care. Let's clean it from inside. Make us vessels which uh, he would be proud of. So that when we go and speak about master class next time, one of us speaking, the entire crowd in Chennai should be ready to come and join. So with that uh, uh, note, I would uh, close my talk and hope that you would continue the program and uh, be here because we have two more speakers coming up. Thank you.